Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dijanovic Show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine. And every day we start off with the launch, so the keyword is going to be launch. So text that keyword to five seven five zero zero, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. Dave and Dijanovic, your morning companions for talk, analysis, and key perspectives on Utah's biggest stories on KSL News Radio. The first emotion that I had was, well, I mean, just, just disbelief, and then I became incensed over this because it's it's Fe- it's February twenty twenty four, right? I mean, check the calendar. Women still stuck. Taylor in a massive pay gap compared to male co- co-workers and, and and these are women who are equally qualified yeah um it's just like this grand canyon sized gap in how much we earn over our career lifetime and ABC News's Jim Ryan went in depth this week with our very own Tim and Amanda on Utah's morning news about wages salaries. And Amanda stopped him halfway through uh, the in-depth report and said, what did you say about gender pay gap, Jim? It shrank by about 1% over the last 10 years, not a very fast rate. And uh, between 2020, 2022 and last year, they, the rate of the closing of the gap went down somewhat. So in other words, it, it's staying fairly wide. The, the Right now, uh, the, the average male earns about $63,000 per year. That's the average, the national average. It's about $10,000 per year more than his female counterpart with similar education and career. $10,000 a year difference for similar education, similar career track. And in a few minutes, we're going to take an even uh, wider, a 30,000-foot-up view of this Taylor um, because this isn't just $10,000 a year. This is $10,000 a year over our careers. And we're going to get a certified financial planner on the line to tell us what that amounts to. How much are we losing over our lifetime toward retirement? Uh, Taylor, your wife has a career. Uh, she owns her own business. But that wasn't always the case, right? That did, wasn't always the case. Did she experience, because I, I have experienced this in my career um, and interestingly, uh, with me, it was another female candidate who'd uh, job um, in, uh, who'd been you know applied for the job, and I found out she was earning five thousand dollars a year more than I was. And I'd been in the in I'd been in the job for many years, and so I went to the boss and I said, "If you don't give me a five thousand dollars a year raise by tomorrow, I'm going to quit." How did it go? I got a raise. Okay, I got a raise, uh, but we can't always find out. True. What a coworker is earning. Yeah. Um, and so, therefore, we just go through life like thinking we're doing okay. And then we find out maybe years later, we don't find out at all that we were getting, um, you know, doused. Yeah. I, in our experience, and, uh, you know, my wife will tell her own story, and I hate to do it for her, but my experience related to what she went through with her career right out of college, she had an experience where male counterparts in her same place of work uh, with actually less uh, accomplished credentials, men were getting paid more 
Uh, she was told because those men were the breadwinners in their homes. What? And because she was a woman, she was married, she had a oh husband gosh. that was working, that she didn't need to make as much it's money offensive. as men, even though she had a, a, a degree and she had certifications that were above and beyond what her male counterparts uh, had it's in the offensive. same career. So that and a host of other reasons led her to uh, become an entrepreneur and start her own business, uh, which frankly started thriving and Debbie I She's amazing I'm, I'm not the greatest guy in the world uh, I have a lot of flaws but I will say that she and I made a tough decision at the time I was actually back in Washington DC working for Congress and I was on my own uh, career path and I had my own ambitions but we both came together and recognized that her business was going to be a lot more successful than I ever could be on my own professionally. So I, I gave up that career path, came back to Utah. We went all in on her business and it's been the best thing we ever did. That's awesome. And the fact that you supported it and it's obviously she's working hard every single day to yeah. make it more and more successful is incredible. I married up. I'll say that. Greg Scordis, KSL legal analyst. Uh, you know, I wanted to get you on the line this morning. First of all, happy Friday, Greg. Um, oh, to you too. Yeah, Taylor Morgan, and you know Taylor. You guys work on. Hey, Greg. Uh, yeah, you work on KSL <laughs> at night. Guy. Yeah, yeah. you guys. Are yeah. Right. So, what are our legal rights as women if we find out somebody uh, is is making ten thousand dollars a year more than we are, and we have equal qualifications, um, and there's this massive salary gap? Because we want that money, Greg. We want that money. Can we sue? <laughs> well, uh, before you do that, you can certainly make an application with the Department of Labor and contact the state and say, look, uh, we all have to be treated equally. We all have to be treated fairly and be paid the same for the same work. So if you find out in your particular job, if a person finds out in their particular job that the company is paying a different salary based on something other than experience or education, and that is based on race or gender, then I would go to the Department of Labor, to Department of Workforce Services, and, and file a complaint and have them do an investigation because no employer wants to be subject to an investigation by a state agency in terms of what they're doing with respect to their wages and the way they're treating their employees. Yeah. I mean, no, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't want that to be published someday. See, so, this is so tough, I, though, because... So with that advice, not discounting that at all, I'm just trying to put myself in those shoes. And as an employee, maybe going and doing, filing that complaint with the Department of Labor, does that offend my employer? Does that my, put, put my job and my career future at risk? It's so uncomfortable and so awkward. Debbie, in your situation yeah. that you recounted, you found out, you happened to find out mm -hmm. that a coworker was making more than you, so you went in and asked right. for a raise. How can we find out what our colleagues are making, though? This I is all should, really yeah. awkward. I mean, I, what, what's wrong with asking, right, Greg? We can ask our colleagues that. Absolutely, and you should. And I would assume that you're safe in making a complaint or an allegation uh, to a state agency anonymously and say, look, I work for XYZ Employer. I believe that the women and men's salaries are being treated differently. I think you should do an investigation and don't leave your name or at least uh, tell them that you do not want to be named because I appreciate what you're saying, uh, Taylor, which is, hey, if I blow the whistle, is that going to hurt me in, in the future, getting a raise or getting other promotions or yeah. things like that within my employment? So, yeah, I think you can make those those complaints anonymously and, and have the investigation done. But if you don't get anywhere – 
um, with the Labor Commission or the Department of Labor, whoever you file the complaint with, uh, Greg, can you sue then? Yes, you can. Deb- and then Debbie salar- just wants then, to then, sue yeah. someone, well, Greg. Well, then I'm thinking salaries come out in discovery, right? I mean, then you know for sure how right. much yes, everybody is making. Can. And then also you maybe get uh, information from other people's files as to why they're, you know, making or emails as to why you're making less as well. Right. You'll, you'll almost assuredly be required to have exhausted your administrative remedies okay. by, by at least starting with the administrative agency and at least making a, a complaint through, through that channel before you could just sue an employer. But yes, if you don't get the results you want and you still feel like you're being treated uh, disproportionately, by all means, your, your ultimate uh, angle, your ultimate thing that you can do is to file a lawsuit. Yeah. Greg Scordis, KSL legal analyst. Thanks so much for joining the program. Greg, I'm going to text you here uh, during the break and ask you how much you get paid for KSL at night. <laughs> just start that conversation here. So thanks for joining us, Greg. Fair, Fair competition between uh, two KSL at night co-hosts, uh, Greg Scordis and Taylor Morgan, along with me this morning. Into this Friday, we head, and in fact, uh, we've got, you know, we've got, okay, Greg's analysis now that help me a lot. I'm glad to see that there's some sort of path that you don't have to immediately run to court, honestly, because it sounds like you're ready to sue. Well, you know, (laughs) that's what a lot of people think. It's like, I'm just going to go to court. I'll I'll settle this out in a court of law. But you have an administrative remedy, uh, as Greg laid out uh, through the Labor Commission uh, and contacting those folks there to open an investigation. Uh, There's an even more financial issue involved with all of this and that has to do with how much money women are losing in utah over the course of their career because we are woefully underpaid there's a massive pay gap um, between men and women specifically women in utah earning 70 cents for every dollar a white male earns that is according to the United States Commission on Civil Rights and a Utah Advisory Committee that looked into this. You will not believe how much that adds up to over the course of our career. I'm going to tell you that next, and we're going to get a certified financial planner on the line as well to talk about what the costs are. If you're going to put that $10,000 a year into a 401k or an IRA, how much that would add up to over the course of our lifetime to help us prepare for retirement. The focus on women and the gender pay gap continues next. Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dijanovic Show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine. And every day we start off with the launch. So the keyword is going to be launch. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. Dave and Jennifer. The fact is women are paid a lot less than men for doing the same job. And over the course of our careers in Utah, according to the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights, the Utah Advisory Committee there put a big report out a few years ago, Taylor. Uh, Women earn, this is white women earns 70 cents for every dollar a white male earns. Um, And the commission said that disparity could amass to almost a half million dollars over the course of her career. That is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And here's what's even worse about it. 
The commission went on to say that the pay gap won't close if nothing is done in Utah. Okay, It won't close until the year, you ready for this? 2106. <laughs> Tw- 2106. 2106. Uh, okay, I mean, so. <laughs> Got 80 years. Uh, so not in my lifetime. No. 57 years old. Yeah. Uh, women I know have been dealing this with this for so many decades. It's worse for black women. 52 cents for every dollar a male earns. Hispanic women, 47 cents for every dollar a man earns. I can't just stop thinking, Debbie. The one thing that I keep coming back to in my head is why. Why in 2024, why are we still paying women so much less than men for the same job? Nationally, the pay gap is $10,000 a year for the same experience, the same job. If you're a man, you're making $10,000 a year more than the woman who's sitting next to you in the cubicle next to you. And this is so financially draining, not only for, you know, year by year by year, year over year over year, but when you look at the amount of money that is lost because of this yeah, for women, let's say I take that $10,000 a year and put it in a 401k, put it in an IRA. Right. Over the course of my career, it's not unthinkable that a woman will be in the workforce for 45 or 50 years. I'm on my 35th year. And this affects everyone, Debbie. This doesn't just affect women. Obviously, disproportionately, directly, it does. But, you know, men whose wives are in the workforce, it's obviously hurting them, right? They wouldn't, they want their wife to make what they're worth in that career. Shane Stewart, certified financial planner. So let's uh, let's sort through the numbers. And I think Taylor brings up an excellent point as well, is that this is hurting families. It's hurting uh, spouses. It's hurting kids. Uh, and it's hurting women when it comes to their retirement. So let's say we put that $10,000 a year away into a 401k over the course of our career. How much are we missing out on because of that, that being the gender pay gap? Yeah, over a 40-year career, I mean, you're looking at uh, the number is a little surprising to me that it was relatively low because that $10,000 is likely not to be all invested in a 401k, maybe a percentage of that. The average uh, contribution to a 401k is about 6%. That's still $100,000 that you could have in your hand for retirement. The more surprising statistics for me are are things like an average mortgage of about $500,000 that payment per month is nearly 3000 a month. Well, there's a third of your mortgage payment less mm-hmm. if you're a woman. And if an average rent in the state of Utah is right now about $1,800 a month, well, there's half your rent. If you were a woman, if you're a woman and, and making that $10,000 less, there's half your rent that could be that you could be paying uh, if you're renting. And so, so that's six months. What you're saying is that's, that's six yeah. months worth of rent right there. Right, right just half your rent and so just being able to live is probably the bigger situation and I think you're right Taylor that many people have a dual income family and wouldn't it be nice if they were making the same and I'm I'm also frankly a little surprised that here we are in 2024 and this hasn't gotten a lot better I'm really surprised that that that's still going on yeah it it definitely is I pulled up some numbers on 
the number of women represented in government. Okay. Uh, Debbie and uh, and Shane, and I know, Shane, this isn't right up your wheelhouse with the financial side of things, but this is uh, me injecting the political reality into the conversation here, and I'd love to get you know your uh, reactions to this. But across the country, Debbie, uh, women make up about 32% of all state legislators on average across the country. Here in Utah... Uh, just over 20%, just under 25, mm. between 20 and 25% of our state legislators are women. So when it comes to women issues up on Capitol Hill um, and women who are available yeah. uh, to fight for those issues, that becomes really, really tough. Yeah, the gap yeah. in representation of women in our state legislature tracks about right along with the gap in wages for women here in Utah relative to other states. Shane, did you say that... Um, that it doesn't really impact the 401k savings as much with the compound interest as you thought it would? Yeah, it didn't as much as I thought it would, but of course I'm making the assumption that they're living on most of that $10,000 and only saving a small part of it. If if they were saving a larger percentage of that, it can really add up. If they're if they're saving a larger percentage of that additional 10,000, especially if it's dual income, maybe they are saving a lot of one of the spouses income and and living on the other i've seen that quite frequently and if that's true then yeah it could really add up to hundreds or maybe even a couple hundred thousand by the time they hit retirement so it just depends on what they're saving uh, but the bottom line is that they're short they're short what they might be due and i think it behooves not only like you mentioned uh, the the powers that be in making laws and thinking women's yep. issues but also employers Employers just need to pay attention and really look at if someone is sitting in the same cubicle across from each other, same amount of experience, same amount of training. Yeah. And if one's making more than the other, it doesn't matter, man or woman, right. they should look at that closely because that's wrong. Absolutely. Shane Stewart, Certified Financial Planner, thank you so much for joining this conversation about the gender pay gap in Utah. If you missed the conversation, you want to learn more, we'll have much more at kslnewsradio.com. Straight ahead, KSL Investigators have been working to get the work calendar of AG Sean Reyes for quite some time. It hasn't been released yet. And we're going to ask them, why? Why? 